Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. I've got a question for you. How powerful do you think your mind actually is? I've seen my own mind convince me of things that weren't always true. So in this summer best of episode, let's dive back in and explore the question, can your mind really make you broke? Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC. 
So we're going to start off with a little untraditional Ask Shauna. This is actually a story that came from a listener that I think feeds in so perfectly to today's episode. And it comes from Susie. And Susie says, Hi, Shauna. I'm 25 years old. I've been listening to your podcast for over a year now, and I must admit it wasn't my favorite thing to hear at first. I was stubborn. However, know you had important information to share, and now I love, love your podcast. I get excited to share it with people. So I had the opportunity to buy a new iPhone since my phone home button is kind of messed up and space is fully used. I figured it'd be a good excuse to buy a new phone. I went to the store and asked myself, do I really need this? Wow, the yellow iPhone XR is what I need right now. My phone is getting me by so far. I still need a couple hundred dollars to finish paying off my capital credit card. You know, the APR on that is ridiculous. I'm able to text and call for now so I can manage. Then I remembered your saving techniques and all, and so I didn't make an impulsive decision with making a big purchase. My old self would have been the first in line for the new iPhone. Now I'm just focusing on the real deal to finish paying off my credit card, and I finally got approved for a transfer, so I don't want to mess this up. Perhaps once I'm cleared out from my mini debt, I can invest in a good phone. Thanks to you, I've improved my perception on saving and spending, what truly matters. This is great, Susie. Thank you for sending in this story. I know I wrote back to you personally, but I love stories like this, not because I'm saying don't buy an iPhone. I buy iPhones myself. I make tons of impulse buying decisions all the time, but I love that you took some time to take like a mental time out and and think about money differently and think about what your priorities were, what your goals were, and how you wanted to spend your money. And I think that is the goal of all of this is just to take some time and think, okay, if my goal is to pay off my credit card, and I know the interest on my credit card is ridiculous, what if I just put the money towards that and then I don't have credit card debt, then I could pay cash for my iPhone and suddenly it's a win-win versus I've given up all my money for my iPhone and I still owe this debt and now the debt is going to keep growing and growing because I can't pay it off as fast. You get where I'm going with this. We all have these decisions. We have so many money decisions every single day. I don't even think that we stop to think about all of the different money decisions that come up. And I think you would be hard pressed to tell me something that doesn't revolve around money. I've had this conversation with so many different friends over cocktails and being completely sober, but really asking the question, is there something in life that doesn't revolve around money? Because I can't figure it out, but I know I'm entrenched in this world. So perhaps it's just seeing things through my eyes, but money is this emotional subject that impacts so many areas of our lives, whether it's our career, obviously, how much money we make greatly impacts our life, our bank account, what does our bank account look like? What's in our bank account? How do we spend and save the money in our bank account? Our lifestyle, what do we what do we want our life to look like? Do we want to spend our money on adventure? Are we homebodies? Do we like to travel? What is our idea of lifestyle? Is it having a small house with the white picket fence and raising your kids? You know, we all have this different vision of lifestyle. And then relationship, hello, that's 
a big one that we don't talk about a lot. We know it's sort of there, like brimming under the surface, but relationship and money, it's a really fascinating combination. And if you've never been in a relationship with someone where you fought about money, I don't know if it's actually a partnership because not saying that you have to fight about money, that's obviously not the goal, but money comes into the equation because you've got two people with two very different ideas of how money should be done and two different ideas of how you should save, how you should invest, how you should spend. And somehow you think that you're just going to magically come together and be on the same page, particularly if you don't talk about money together. And I can tell you in all the situations I've seen, that usually doesn't work out very well. Usually you have to have some quote unquote, like come to Jesus moment where (laughs) you're having those tough conversations. But this isn't an episode about relationships. It's about your mind and the mindset around your money. And this is a topic that really, it, it gets under my skin and it's something that I haven't thought about a lot really until the last few years. And the more that I dig and peel back layers of myself, the more I get really excited and enthused about talking about this idea because we don't talk about it a lot. And from what I've seen with working with so many different people, it really honestly is the game changer. It's the thing that makes all the strategies, all the tips, all the ideas, all the goals, everything, it makes them flow right in line. They kind of like click into place. You know, it's like you, the Jenga pieces are are perfectly lined up and it, it's staying in formation. And you know the saying, money isn't everything, of course. But I'm not going to lie, money helps. Money helps in so many different situations. But where should the focus be? Should it be focused on making money or on having a good mindset around money while you're making money? What do you think? I mean, have you ever thought about this really for your own life? And then I started thinking recently about the impact of stress and especially in the United States, the competitive nature that that we all feel whether we admit to it or not, it's there. If we're on social media, we feel it. Again, whether it's conscious or not, it's there. It's it's seeping into us. And we're in a very fast-paced world where you're exposed to everybody's lives in your face. And in, I don't know about you, but it makes me feel like what are they doing that I'm not doing? What is the secret? Could somebody just tell me the secret? How is their life so perfect? And my life is not that perfect. And of course, we know that's not reality. We're seeing the image portrayed in front of us. We're not seeing behind the scenes. We're not seeing all of the messy details that go on. But that's just the way we've created things. And so it creates a really unhealthy mindset, I think. And there are so many times where I have to go on a social media break. It sounds ridiculous, but I went almost six months without checking Facebook at all because I was having a hard time and I didn't want to constantly see everybody's great front page news when I was feeling like crap. And I've had so many different health issues as a result of stress in my life. I've put pressure on myself to be perfect, to be the best, to never make a mistake, to be smart and strong and pretty and a leader. 
so much pressure for one person. And most of it is completely self-induced. It's my own issues. It's not anybody else necessarily putting that pressure on me. And in my my 20s, I had four massive kidney stone attacks. And if you have ever had a kidney stone, you know (laughs) the pain and the torture that that feels. And if you've never had a kidney stone, I wish that you go through your entire life without ever feeling that. The last one was so big. It was 10, I think 10.25 millimeters, which is just disgustingly huge. And in fact, I was by myself and I drove myself to the emergency room (laughs) and I got to the emergency room just in sheer pain. I mean, I was sweating. I was, I won't paint the ugly picture, but it was not pretty. And the reception desk lady was like, can I help you? And I was like, yes, I need to see a doctor. I need morphine like right now. And she's like, okay, well, you know, sit down and fill out the paperwork. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, you don't understand. I need, I have a kidney stone. I know what this is. I need morphine right now. And so they did all the tests. And of course they're like, you have a massive kidney stone. And it gave me multiple rounds of morphine injections. And thank God it finally worked. And I passed that kidney stone. And that was my last one. That was in my 20s. But in my 30s, (laughs) I got hit with depression and anxiety from having a miscarriage and honestly not dealing with stuff in life for a really long time. The the miscarriage was just kind of like the cherry on top that sort of set everything else tumbling. So then I had to work my way out of that. I had to reframe my mind and think about how I define myself and think about what makes me what makes me successful what does wealth mean to me what does being a woman mean what does not being a mother mean what is being a wife what is running a business what is being the host of the podcast what does all those things mean to me and i had to really take a look at my life and my lifestyle and my mindset and my decisions and things that were ingrained in me that I didn't know were there necessarily. And I had to figure out, okay, where did that come from? Did that come from me or did that come from an outside source? Is it me comparing myself to somebody else? And so I'm putting extreme unfair pressure on myself or is it a reality? And it's really hard. If you've never done this, if you've never had to take time to think about these things, The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat and I feel like 
a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? 
Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash E-T-M for your extended 30-day free trial. You should. (laughs) You should take time because I think the cool part about getting older is that you're able to look at yourself a different way and almost diagnose yourself and you can work through things. I think that's what life really is all about, honestly, because success in my life has come and gone. Money has come and gone different platforms have come and gone. But at the end of the day, it's just me. <laughs> and so I had to figure out how to deal with this stuff and not let the stress manifest itself in my body. And I found there are a few bad mindsets that can help you be broke. I've been trapped by a few of these and so many people that I've worked with over the years have as well. I've seen them in families that have overflowing cash, like more money than you can possibly imagine, and individuals that are just starting out so it doesn't discriminate. None of this matters whether you have a million dollars in your bank account or you have a thousand dollars in your bank account. We all tend to make the same mistakes, particularly if we're talking about the mindset piece, because your mind plays tricks on you no matter what situation you're in. So the first mindset I call in hindsight, and Think about if you missed, let's say, the Bitcoin highs, or maybe you should have bought Apple stock 10 years ago and you would have made a killer profit, by the way. (laughs) Or maybe your friends bought a house and flipped it for a huge profit and you could have done the same. Whatever it is, it's something in the past that you're stuck on, that you think you should have made that decision and you didn't. And you almost keep torturing yourself with the fact that you should have done it. We've all been there. And I think this makes you feel like you have a serious case of FOMO. So what do you do? What do you do if this is you? The best piece of advice that I have is write a list of pros and cons of the decision that you think you missed out on. And what I find when I do this is I usually see that there were far more cons, meaning that it was probably good that I missed out on this thing, even though it keeps 
hung up in my brain with me thinking that I should have made this decision. The second one is present versus future. So in yoga, I do a lot of yoga. I've gotten into it recently in the last couple of years pretty seriously because I used to be a crazy competitive athlete. I played competitive tennis when I was young. I was a swimmer when I was three, four years old. They were grooming me to go to the Olympics. So I love competition to the core. I have these like broad shoulders. And so there's just nothing more fulfilling than like hitting the most perfect like tennis backhand and winning a match. I just still to this day, I love that feeling. If I hear a tennis ball being hit somewhere outside, I'm like, where'd that come from? Where'd that come from? But the older I've gotten, the more I've realized like I actually need calm. I need some serenity. I need some peace. So in yoga, we practice being at rest, being present, which is great for yoga, but it doesn't always work well for your bank account. See where I'm going here? You might be spending more than you can afford for something. You might be draining your emergency fund to fund that vacay that you really can't afford. Or you may just be ignoring your daily, weekly, monthly money tasks because you don't want to be bothered. Whatever it is, we all have these certain things that we just, we try and like hide our head in the sand. So I found that visualizing exercises work great. Thinking about what do you want your future to look like? I mean, really look like. Where are you living? What kind of house do you have? Where do you work? What do your friends look like? What do you do for fun? What does your bank account look like? Do you give back? What do you want to be defined by? And focusing on the future rather than where you're presently at can help you get to your goal. Just like Susie was talking about with her iPhone, she really, 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 really wanted the iPhone, but she thought, you know what, in the future, if I can just pay off my credit card and then I get the iPhone, I'm going to be in a much better place. So she was able to visualize the future and then in the present, she made a decision that potentially bettered her situation. So the present is good. We have to pay attention to the present, obviously. We have to pay attention to what the heck is going on with our cash right now. But we also have to have that rooted in the future because the future then will determine the decisions we make. See? Okay, the next one is something I like to call the stuck effect mindset. So think of quicksand for this one. I find this happens most when you cower to negotiating for a pay raise because you don't want to ruffle feathers of your boss or you're scared of your boss. So you ignore your values and your skills. And what you make today greatly impacts what you're going to make in your next job. And then it all ties to how much cash you save in your lifestyle fund and how many options you have. Like there's a whole direct connection to how much money you're making right now to all of those things in the future. Even an extra 5000 bucks a year can make a big difference down the line. And my friend who, she runs this podcast, she's been on Millennial Money before. Uh, her podcast is Bridechilla. And she talks about setting up what she likes to call a fuck it fund. I love the idea of this. Sorry for the swear word, but it's totally necessary. So this fund buys you a way out when you need one. And she talks about it, obviously, in the context of getting married. But I think a fuck it fund works great in the context of life because it gives you those options and that 
ability to change your life, like almost at a moment's notice whenever you need to. So what I like to do is write down all the skills you have. What makes you unique? Know your market value, whether you work for a company or you work for yourself. Even if you're self-employed like me, you got to know what you're worth. Recently, I was approached to to write for a publication and I pushed back on what they offered me because I knew I could bring a lot more value. And you know what? I got my initial price, which I honestly wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting them to say, oh yeah, okay. And you know, I had that moment where I thought about lowballing things and then I thought, no, 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 I'm not going to lowball. I'm just going to go for it. And if I lose it, that's okay. Although I know from negotiating for many, many years, you don't really lose it. If they want you, they want you. You're going to probably end up finding some medium place, but you might as well go for it. Why not? Because again, it's going to determine so many things in the future. Okay, the last mindset that I see, and I see this one all the time, is something I call the decision muscle. So I was on Facebook the other day, and I saw an ad for the store that I love. And of course, I clicked through, as we all do. (laughs) And I bought something that I know I didn't need. And that happens to me a lot. Isn't it crazy how you go on social media? Like Even after you were just talking about something, and suddenly the ad pops up, I find it very freaky. And I, I have to not think about it. I have to not think about they're hearing us, they're seeing us. But a lot of research says that the more decisions and choices you have, it's actually harder to make a good decision. So it's like, fine already. I'll just go ahead and buy that thing that you're telling me I need, even though I know I don't need it because it's they've used so many different choices and decisions in your head that your brain just gets so scrambled and it can't sort things out. So it's just like, fine, I give up mercy, right? And I think one of the best times to make money decisions actually is in the morning. And I've thought about this a lot. I've thought about when do I make better money decisions and when do I make mm, some questionable money decisions. But I think in the morning, your brain is fresh and you haven't stressed all day long. You haven't had all of those decisions and choices thrown at you. So you're likely to make a better decision. You could still make a not so great decision in the morning. I'm not saying just because you get up early, you're suddenly immune to this. But it is when your brain is fresh. So I give myself, this is my personal rule, on anything over 100 bucks, a 24-hour window to decide if I'm okay with the decision. And most times I end up just waiting or either getting a better deal or I just decide I don't need the thing. But you can set up whatever rule if you want a week or 12 hours or two hours or whatever it is for you in any denomination that works with your budget. But I think setting some sort of guidelines and then holding yourself a bit accountable will stop you from making some of those impulse buys that you later regret or maybe not regret because I know I've bought a lot of impulse things and I don't necessarily regret them, but I do think I could probably do something a little bit better with that cash. And I think there's a lot of evidence that points to your brain and its effect on your bank account. And the cool part is this is something you can totally control. This is up to you. You get to decide how you respond, 
and also uncover your own definition of success, your own definition of wealth, your own role in your life, you get to make up all the rules. So if you haven't done this before, if you haven't spent time thinking about these things, I just highly suggest that you do. It's changed me in so many positive ways. I can't even tell you. Unfortunately, I've had to go through a lot of crap in life in order to to focus myself and to think about these things, but I'm a tough nut to crack. And I know that about myself. I know that I learn things best when it's a really hard lesson or when life is just screaming at me, telling me, okay, you have to pay attention and you're making bad decisions with your money and you're not feeling good. You're not taking care of your health. And all of that stuff is directly related Because when I do do the work and I do focus on those things and I do work hard with these mindset pieces, then things start flowing. I mean, things flow then when I'm not even, I'm not even seeking them out. Opportunities come to me when I'm not pushing for things or when I'm not trying to, to, to get ahead. Really, it sounds ridiculous, but that's just by my experience. And it's been my experience working with a lot of different people because it's so easy to get lost, particularly in the world we live in now. It's it's easy to get swallowed up and to feel like you're never going to climb out of a pit of debt or you're never going to get that goal you want or you're never going to be able to buy the house or you're never going to be able to pay off your student loans or you're, you're never going to earn more in your career or your business is never going to excel. I mean, we all get stuck in those in those places, but understanding that powerful connection between your brain and how it could actually be causing the situation that you're in now and you got control over that. You've got decisions to make. You can change things. I think that is so super cool and needs to be talked about a ton more. So take a week, analyze the decisions you make around your money and why. That's it. Just take a week and think about all the decisions you're making about money. Don't judge yourself. Just jot it down or make a note in your iPhone. Then at the end of the week, go back and see how those decisions either positively or negatively impacted your bank account. And then go from there. Set new rules. Thanks so much for checking out this episode. And a big thanks to our sponsors that make this show possible. Remember to subscribe in your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. But before you leave, I want to empower you to embrace where you are today, the good and the not so good. And remember, nothing lasts forever. Just keep taking small steps every day and remember how awesome you truly are. (laughs) 